this world that's filled with so much noise and information, how do we really stand out and be who we were really meant to be? In this podcast, we focus on injecting you with positivity, optimism, and strategies all centered around helping you be who you were always meant to be in business and life. Be inspired to show up in your own skin to learn strategies, habits, and skills from others as we share our own life journeys and stories. There's no other you, and you know yourself better than anyone else. So be prepared to take away habitual tidbits, tactics that will encourage you to pursue and live your life, not the one others want you to live. Welcome to Stand Out Be You, where you don't have to be perfect, you just have to be you. Welcome back. I'm Tequila Dotard, your host of Stand Out Be You. You are listening to another episode where I bring to you the story of solopreneurs and small business owners. I'm excited to be here with you today with another solopreneur. As you know, Stand Out Be You is about capturing the story of you, and I have here with us today Danielle King. Danielle helps millennials dissolve mental blocks, define what they do, and then shows them how to share it with others. If you are challenged, with limiting beliefs, then you're going to want to spend time with us today. What I loved about this episode is how Danielle overcame a huge loss and decided to continue forward in life by first diving deeper into herself in order to better serve others. Before we take a listen, have you joined the Standout BU community where all of our Standout BU guests are collaborating and helping others in both business and life? I'm in there too. Go to tequiladaughter.com forward slash community to join us. Okay, Danielle, welcome to Stand Out Be You. Tell us a little bit more about you and what you do. Thank you so much. So really, my transformation started with the passing of my mother in 2017. Ah, oh, sorry to hear that. It led to so much self-development and so much growth. So my mother and I were like two peas in a pod. We were so close that I really contribute everything to her. And she really started the the passageway of that self-growth and telling me, you know, not to victimize my situation. And I was like, okay, if I'm if I'm not gonna victimize my situation with her passing, then really who am I? What am I doing without her in my life? And I had to really evaluate myself within that, that mixture and really invent myself into the person I wanted to be. That was answering the really the hard hit questions. And the three things that I've learned after her passing was first that I need to mother myself. Living a life without my mother, <laughs> I have to do it myself. And I have to learn to take it easy when the energy is not in my favor at that time. And so whether that's doing things in a very slow and and being in a present manner, or if it's not doing anything at all and just giving myself, receiving myself the joy and happiness in that present moment. The second thing that I, I learned and To be honest, I literally just learned this a few months ago. So she passed in 2017. So it's been a little over a year, a year and a few days, or two years and a few days. But it was working from my head and not my heart. And I had to learn 
to work from my heart and what that meant. So when she passed, it was only me as an only child. My dad's not in the picture. So I had to kind of do everything myself. I had to handle, you know, her businesses. She had a rental home and then a primary home in Texas. I'm originally from Texas. And so I had to sell that while living in Maryland and, and making sure all of the pieces doing her taxes, making sure all the pieces were together. I kind of had to not listen to my heart at the time because to be honest, the heart died when my mom died. And thinking about that and, and really feeling into that, I had to learn to retrust my heart and really what that meant for me to regain that trust in my heart. And it's trusting my own self, trusting my own gut, my instincts, the loving nature that I am inside and my authentic self. Because I knew, and then I also... <laughs> have developed the idea that if I'm wearing businesses from my head, they're not going to work out because there's no soul or heart in that. So retrusting my heart, building businesses from my heart, that's really where the magic came from. The third thing that I learned was that the universe didn't owe me anything. <laughs> and that was a huge lesson for me because I couldn't take meaning that the universe would take away my mom and not give me anything in return. So I thought when building businesses from my head, oh my gosh, the universe will just allow this business to flourish and grow and I'll be amazing, blah, blah, blah. And it will be awesome. Yeah, that's not how it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> that's not how it worked out at all. I think that was a really hard lesson for me to learn that the universe took away something so precious and so beautiful and now it's time for me to be that beauty in my own life and take ownership of that beauty in my own life. Yeah. You know, Danielle, I absolutely love um, the three lessons that you've learned from that. And it's something that is not easy, you know, um, to lose your mom. It's yeah. something very, very hard. And I love it because it's one of the reasons why, and I'm not going to kind of get emotional here. Here I am getting emotional with the listeners. We talked before we got on here. So why am I getting emotional at this moment? But I wanted this podcast to be for my kids too, so that if I was not here, they would still be able to hear their mommy being able to interview all the solopreneurs and all the business people that have been on this podcast so far that are going after their dreams. They're, if they don't like the routine, they're changing up the routine. And to listen to individuals just like you sharing such a uh, emotional, very vulnerable part or, or situation that happened to you and share with us how you're moving forward. So I applaud you for being able to come on and just really, really open up and share that story, which leads us to today. She's still part of you. She's still with yes. you because that's what birthed your business now, right? Yes. Tell us a little bit more about the direction and your business and how you're helping these millennials <laughs> out uh, here stand absolutely. out. Absolutely. So she, my mom is, is totally 100% part of me. I feel her every day in the present moment and she's working with me through this business and I feel that. So my business is all about the millennials who really want to step up in their own leadership, own their own strengths and own their own passions in a way that they've never had the opportunity or a chance to do before. So it's really dissolving the old self and coming into you 2.0, coming into your most authentic self. 
And that takes a lot of uncomfortability. You're not going to be comfortable doing that because there's a lot of ego involved that shakes things up and it doesn't want you to always be a part of that because ego is just in that survival mode. But you came here to thrive. You came here to be everything you've wanted to be. And how special is that? So really what I do for millennials is showing that they really do have the opportunity to be everything they wanted to be. What are the steps for someone that's wanting to do that? Because, you know, you have an individual out here and maybe they decided, because I know when I was in my youthful years, <laughs> yeah. you know, I decided to go the traditional path or basically doing what other individuals were kind of steering me or that direction they were taking me. How do you switch up? I'm assuming it's got a lot to do with the mindset. I mean, so are you doing some kind of mindset clarity? You know, how does that happen? How, what are the steps? Everything to do with the mindset and everything to do with the emotional piece to it. And it's really leaning in from your heart and not your head. I meet with so many clients one-on-one that are wanting me to take them to A to Z, but it's from their head. So we hone in and we kind of work backwards to really what the heart is wanting. Because anything from the head is going to dissolve very quickly, especially within this new energy that we're coming up with. Things are happening so quickly and we need that authentic you. We need your beautiful spirit, your beautiful individualism, not your head. We want your heart now. Technology can do everything from the head. Technology is the intelligent one. Us, we are the passionate ones. And it's, it's all from heart. So I do have a course coming out in April and it just talks about how you yourself can step in to be a leader for the tribe that you carry so you can transform that tribe. So it's anything with ego working too high or even too low. I work with so many people with it's, it's too low and they're freaking out about being in survival mode when we need them to be in the thrival mode, right? We also talk about the responsibility of your life and how you can really step up and take ownership of, of who you are. Um, to talk about grounding yourself and holding space for yourself and that idea of communicating with love. So that course is coming out in April. I'm so excited for it. Well, tell us a little bit more about that. So inside the course, give us one of the key takeaways that someone would get once they complete a course or the course with you. Yeah, absolutely. So it's the idea of transforming your tribe. So you're stepping up into your own self in order to transform your tribe. So really a big key thing that I see often is ego taking over. And ego is kind of sly in its ways where it's saying, you know what, we'll just do this tomorrow. We'll just do this later. But it's it's now in that present moment. So whether it's going live on a Facebook whether it's taking ownership in the next step and just saying yes to an opportunity instead of saying, you know what? Nah, I'm okay without it. No, we'll just do this next year. No, now taking the moment now. So it's really motivating the individual and taking away the mental things that are hindering the blocks that are hindering. And most of those are coming before the age of eight. So any triggers that are coming up that mental and emotional energy coming up before the age of eight, that's kind of blocking us now in our current adult life. Yeah. That's one of the things that I speak with my community and everything about is what did you want to be or what did you want to do when you were 
eight, nine, 10 years old. And what have you been doing for 10 years plus? Well, maybe some individuals are younger and listening, but what have you been doing for maybe let's say five to 10 years? There's some skills in there. There's some emotion in there. There's a lot that has occurred over those years. And that is where we need to kind of dig back in coupled with when you were a kid and let's find, you know, where you should be right now in this moment with absolutely helping other people, you know, helping other individuals. I always tell my children all the time, the more you can help someone else, the better it will be for you because you're helping yourself in return. Yes, 100% agree. And now that we kind of hit on the subject, I'm just going to interject. It's really taking that precious child that you were and giving that precious child inside the permission to now play in the beautifulness of you. Mm-hmm. Now they can play in this new energy in the creative space in order to say no to anxiety, right? You weren't that anxious when you were little. It's, it's stuff that we've learned over time and that fear that's building up, that's not allowing us to step into our own. Yeah, it's so, so true. I love it. I love that you just said that. And I always tell my kids, hey, I still have a kid in me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And that doesn't go away. Don't let it die. Don't let it go away. Because then if you do, then you've kind of lost a little piece of you. Here was this quote that I gave to someone this morning. I just sent it to them. Finding yourself is not really how it works. You aren't a $10 bill in last winter's coat pocket. You are also not lost. Your true self is right there buried underneath the cultural conditioning, other people's opinions, and the inaccurate conclusions you drew up as a kid that became the beliefs that you have right now with you. Finding yourself is actually returning to yourself and unlearning and remembering who you were before the world got its hands on you. And I think it was Emily McDowell that said that, but I thought, That is so incredibly beautiful. And it's so true because all these triggers come up within this natural world. This is not who we were when we were born into it. We were imaginative. We communicated in such a beautiful, positive way, such a playful way. And sometimes we just lose that through our journey because we're trying to impress someone else or try to go with the status quo, but we were meant to not go with that status quo. We were meant to be our individual selves so we can skyrocket into a new position in this world. Yeah. So what's the biggest struggle, would you say, when someone contacts you? What's their biggest struggle that they think they have? Because sometimes we think we have these struggles, but then really it's another struggle that's actually hidden within. And it's not the struggle that you really should be struggling with. So what's the number one struggle when people first approach you that do they have? The underneath struggle is the patience and knowing that this is a journey and I can't just give them a pill that makes it go away, Mm -hmm. right? So it's in the inner workings of what they have to do inside of them in order to grow, in order to come anew. And sometimes even when we do that, we still don't get the gratification. Sometimes that's delayed gratification. So I would say the biggest struggle for them underneath the problem, they usually come to me with, anxiety or a fearful nature and wanting to move from a survival to a thrival mode. And that is awesome. Now, underneath that, that's telling me I'm done with my life 
but I don't know yet if I have the guts to really be who I want to be. I don't know if I have the musto at that time. So it's kind of going into what's blocking them so they can have that grit that they've came here to be. And once you unlock those blocks, it's such a beautiful personal development when you do, because when you develop that part of you, other aspects you can see in your life will just start to blossom. But it does take a little while. It does take that patience in order to do so. Yeah, I love it, Danielle. So let's say the listener is listening right now. They have a mental block and they're just stuck. Sometimes we just get, we get stuck. And we're most times we're stuck in our own heads and we won't allow ourselves to move. It's the quicksand (laughs) that's in our brains that we need to like really get out. What would be three ways that you would tell this individual how to just remove those mental blocks? Yeah. First is being curious. Where is this coming from? And really play with yourself. Allow this to be a playful process. Where is this mentality or emotional block coming from? Huh, okay. It, It seemed to be triggered when I was doing this. Why was it triggered when I was doing this or I when I was in this environment? Huh, oh, that's right. You know, my mom said something and I got punished because of this. And you're kind of developing, right? You're kind of going back into what the trigger was and you're staying in that curiosity. Staying in that curiosity space of where this really developed for you. What age did it develop for you? What were you doing at the time? Who was around you? Are the people around you supporting you or are they not supporting you? Do you feel safe in this environment? That would be the first. The second one is we always go with the automatic programming of how things were done. Oh, this is how it's always been done. This is the automatic programming. But we actually have a choice. We have a choice. Do we want to stay in fear or do we want to move into happiness? Do we want to stay this way or do we want to go into another place? We actually have a choice where in the past we were never taught that we have this beautiful choice. So those are the two that I can give you right now. Yeah. (laughs) Those were so good. Those were so good. So you know what's going to happen, listeners? If you want to get more from Danielle, you're just going to have to go and contact her. So speaking of that, Danielle, for the listeners here today, please tell us how we can actually find you and get in touch with you. (laughs) Yes, please. So I do have a closed Facebook group. I just created it and it is beyond vulnerable. I give my heart and soul into this group and it's a beautiful space where I hold your intentions as well. I hold what you're going through and I, I mend it into something that can be a healing. So this is Women Entrepreneurs Empowering Leaders. It's a closed Facebook group. I would love for anyone to join. You can also reach out to me by email at ask, that's A-S-K, at keen, K-E-A-N, strategies.com. Yeah. And give us your website really quick. Danielle. Yes. And it's, it's Keen Strategies, KeenStrategies.com, okay. K-E-A-N-S-T-R-A-T-E-G-I-S. Okay, perfect. And listeners, you know, as always, I will link all of that in the show notes. So Danielle, this next part of the show, I like to get into personality. So we yes. start asking you some questions yes. to know <laughs> more about you. So the first one is if you could go back and mm. speak with your 10-year-old self about life, what would you tell yourself? 
<laughs> stop playing into being powerless and trying to prove yourself to others. That was a huge thing for me because I thought, oh, Danielle, you're not smart enough. You're not this enough. You're not that enough. But in actuality, those just weren't my gifts at the time, right? Yeah. My gifts aren't in mathematics and science and this and that. And for me, I belittled myself because that's how I thought if you weren't great at this academics, then what's left? You know what I mean? And so that's kind of what the world taught me at age 10. But I really found there was more creative ways to me. I found that I was able to connect with people and I started developing. It's so funny started developing people coming up to me. And and this started at an early age and then it it lasted through high school and college. And then even after that, in today's world, where people come up to me, tell me their whole huge life story, we talk through it and then I never see them again. And it's funny that that's my strength. So I would tell that 10-year-old, let's hone in on what makes you unique, what makes you different. That's what the world needs. It doesn't need another someone pretending, someone being someone they're not. They need you. They need who you are. I so, so, so agree. And I tell my kids all the time, being different is a great thing. If we're all the same, that it would be a really boring world. So being different is so fantastic. And find out what differences you can see in other people so that you can learn. We learn so much more when we actually look at the differences that we have in each other. Yes. Oh, 100% agree. And that's why we came here, to shake things up, to be different, and to move this world forward, right, within our beautiful differences. Yeah. So let's talk about the furthest place that you have traveled to from your birthplace. Oh, my goodness. So I was born in, well, Plano, Texas, close to Dallas, an hour away from Dallas. And I actually took a pilgrimage to Croatia, and which was so beautiful, so unique. And I actually, we actually also got to go to Venice, Italy. Yeah. And my heart just stayed in Venice, just the canals and the beauty, the light, that world just overcame me and really transported me into a whole new version of what I define beauty as. Yeah. I learned so much from myself. I love that you did that. Now, I haven't been to Croatia. I really want to go. That's on the list, but I've been to Venice. So that was, it is. It's such a different world and it's just, it's so relaxing. And you know what? That actually, it reminds you to mother yourself. Reminds you, hey, you know, this doesn't, you don't have to take life so seriously. It's the humor of it. It's the humor of it that makes this world so unique. It's the simple things. It's not the hard, complex things. Yeah. I don't know when you went there because when we went, it was like kind of during the rainy season. So okay. I thought it was so cool that they had like, um, cause you know, the waters would rise up. So they had these platforms that they would rise. So you felt like a model or something cause you had to walk on these platforms down like the street area. Yeah. So that was really cool too. So really a cool place. I don't remember it raining too much. It was in January. It was the month of January. So it was a bit colder. It wasn't the tourist season. Yeah. Exactly. So let's go this direction with something really fun here. If you could be any animal in the world, what animal would you be and why? That is a beautiful question. Oh my gosh, that's a hard question. I would say a lion. Oh yeah? Leader the lion, right? 
to take that ownership and a lion relaxes when it needs to relaxes and it, it hunts when it needs to hunt. So kind of having that beautiful dance of, of creation and really leading my life and knowing when to relax and when to be motivated. Yeah, very good. And then your name. I think the name is something that's very important, you know, and it's a part of us. Tell us a little bit of the story behind your name. I love that question. My name, actually, my mom named me from a a girl she met at camp in high school. And it means judge of God. This this girl she met in high school was very vivacious. She was uh, very loving and kind. And that kind of left a mark for my mom. And I think she'll always, um, my mom really enjoyed that name. And so that's why she named Danielle. I love it. So Danielle, do you have any parting words for the listeners that are listening here today? Anytime you're in struggle or resistance, stay in that curiosity and honestly diagnose it yourself. Ask why you have the power and your authentic self, your heart always knows the way. So be in that curious nature, ask why and stay in love. There you have it, listeners, from Danielle herself. <laughs> I thank you so much for being here with us today on Standout BU. And if you want to hear more of Danielle, I will link everything in the show notes. And you can probably see her or hear more from her inside of the Standout BU community. Until next time, everyone, remember to stand out, be you, and that you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be you. thinking of starting a business or have you been sitting on an idea that you need to really get out there but you just don't know how to do it you don't know the right way or you don't even have a strategy at all well i have you covered let's find out your signature strength for this mini workshop determine what you should be doing in your life right now using the information you already have inside of you as well as the skills It's a free video that will help you get back on track with your purpose and help you define what it is that you should be doing right now. You can go to tequiladoddard.com forward slash signature three to get started.